0: Welcome to the Career Ready Podcast. Learn about resumes, cover letters, LinkedIn, interviewing, and all the things you need to be career ready with the Career Services Center at College of DuPage. I'm one of your hosts, Michelle Malik, and today I'm going to talk to you about how to discuss your strengths and weaknesses during an interview.
1: And I'm your other co-host for this episode, Rebecca Harrington. I'm going to start our episode today by sharing a resource that you can use to help you prepare for interviewing, Career One Stop. So Career One Stop is a wonderful resource in general. It's a career website sponsored by the U.S. Department of Labor. Not only does it have a lot of great resources to research jobs, it also has a lot of strong information on interviewing. Did you know that, Michelle? I actually didn't. (laughs) I didn't either. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I was on there the other day and I saw like, oh, because I'm just used to using it for career exploration. Mm -hmm. But it actually has a wonderful section on getting ready for an interview. So there are sections on getting yourself interview ready, the types of interviews you might have, tips on virtual interviewing, common interview questions, even how to write thank you notes and negotiate your salary. So one part I really liked is the section on getting yourself interview ready. They include information on how to help you identify your skills, as well as what technology or tools you are able to use. So they actually link to a tool on their website called Skill Matcher, which I really like for career exploration. But it makes sense that you can use it for interviewing as well. So you answer a series of questions, rating yourself on different skills. And in the end, it gives you a report to tell you what are your top skills and maybe some language that you can use to talk about those skills in an interview. It also has the section on tools and technology where you can look up a career or a particular technology to learn more about it or just like kind of understand better what kinds of technologies this career might use. And then you could look it up before you go to the interview <laughs> so that you have a better idea of what to talk about when you go um, in there and they, they want to know, hey, have you heard of this? You can say, well, yes, I have. <laughs> and you're very prepared. <laughs> Absolutely. So I thought that was really cool. Have you ever
0: used the skill matcher on there before? I feel like when I first started working in career services, I tested it out and I really liked it. There's a bunch of assessments that you can use in there too. Like there's the interest assessment Mm -hmm. and blanking on the the last one. It's the values. We're going to talk about that too. Perfect. But what I like about
1: the skill matcher is it'll say something like, uh, you know, like biology Mm -hmm. and like level one is care for a pet. Oh. And then like the final level is like work at a zoo or something. Right. (laughs) Like be a a zoologist or something. Uh, And then obviously there's everything in between. (laughs) So it's kind of fun. Uh, But again, I never thought about using it for
0: an interview. Right. Exactly. And I'll talk a little bit more about this once we get into the main topic. But I think it's useful if you don't know what your skills are. To start with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Get, get you in a, in a better place maybe to identify what you want to talk about, mm-hmm. about yourself. Um, so this wouldn't be um, the only research I would do, you know, with this. But if you really are not sure what they might ask you about um, or what you should talk about or what you should emphasize in the interview, both of these could be really helpful. Um, lastly, it has a section called, Is This Offer Right?, which I think is something we don't talk enough about. Right. That, you know, when we go to an interview, it's not just them interviewing us, it's us interviewing them. And especially today's job market is one where we can maybe afford to sometimes be a little discriminating and it's worth it to maybe make sure that you're going to a place that you will enjoy. Mm -hmm. So this area talks about questions you should think about and potentially ask the employer about to decide if it's the right environment, the right job for you. Is this something that's going to meet your needs and match your goals? Mm -hmm. And in that section, they link to the work values matcher where you can learn about the working environment that will motivate you the best. And as part of those results, they even give you questions that you can ask an employer to find out if they are going to match that motivation. Mm -hmm. So things like independence or achievement, right? So if you're someone that is like... What makes me happy, happiest at work is if I get to work independently Mm -hmm. and get to make my own decisions, they will give you questions that you could ask, you know, like, what's your supervisory style? Like, do you encourage employees to problem solve on their own? Like, just some of those questions Mm -hmm. that I think get maybe into that, you know, kind of... work environment or what what kind of place is it? What kind of manager Mm -hmm. is this that you're going to work for? Um, So overall, a lot of information in this section, and it's a really great website. Uh, Again, it's called Career One Stop, and I will put a link to it in our show notes.
0: I love that. I'm going to start using that with my clients now. <laughs> Me yeah,
1: it's amazing. Yeah, and we know, we love the website too because we know it's Department mm-hmm. of Labor, so it's safe. They're not going to ask you for money, you right? Know. <laughs> we, we would never send you anywhere. Um, that's like a like a product that they want to make money off of you. So it's it's good information.
0: Wonderful. Well, thanks again for that information, Rebecca. So we're going to go ahead and transition to talking about strengths and weaknesses. So in an interview, it's likely that you'll be asked about this. So you just want to make sure that you are prepared for when those questions come up. So let's go ahead and dive right in. We're going to talk first about strengths. So when you talk about strengths, it's really not enough just to state them. So you really want to include an example to demonstrate how you've used that strength, maybe within the workplace, at school, a volunteer opportunity. This is really going to allow an employer to know that you can apply these same skills while you're working at their company. Absolutely. You want to not just tell, but show that you can do it. Exactly. So let's say that you're having a hard time figuring out what your strengths are. Um, Here are a few things to consider. So the first thing you can ask yourself is what have you been praised for in the past? So this could be by coworkers, peers, supervisors, maybe a faculty member. Um, Also, you can ask yourself, what do you do well? So, I mean, you've had life experiences up until this point. Maybe you're a great communicator. Maybe you know how to work well in a team. Are you detail-oriented? Another thing that you can do is take an assessment. So Rebecca did a really great job talking about Career One Stop and the Skills Matcher, where it will tell you the skills that you have. Um, There's also an assessment that you can take on Career Coach, which we have talked about in previous episodes. So this is free for everyone to use. It's a career exploration website that also has that assessment component to it. Um, So you can find it at cod.edu forward slash career services under electronic resources. Um, And lastly, we've also talked quite a bit about the NACE competencies. So if you're, you know, kind of stumped as to where to start, definitely look back at those NACE competencies and that might get you started in, in thinking about what skills you have.
1: Yeah. These are all great ideas. I often will mention that idea of, hey, what have you been told in the past Mm -hmm. that you've done well? You know, whether it was by a coach or maybe just feedback on a paper that you wrote or, um, you know, what your coworkers are, even if they haven't said it, like, are there certain Things that they often give you to do, or in a group project at school, kind of where's your natural fit? Where do you find yourself? Are you the negotiator trying to like Mm -hmm. help everybody work together, or are you the one that takes the lead? Are you the one that edits at the end? So, those are all things that I think can really help you identify. I also think it's good to think about the things that you like to do yeah you know true. not just that you're good at but what are when are you happiest like mm-hmm. what are the projects that you like to do in school or at work you know again you know it's school it's work so when we say happy and right. like <laughs> you know but but just in that That general idea of like what what would be your ideal thing to do that can sometimes help you. And then uh, career coach is great, not just with the assessment, but also on the jobs themselves. They list skills for the job and what employers are often looking for. And so you could look on that and see which are the ones that you think kind of relate to you. The most
0: yeah that's a really good point um that section is great because it'll help you prepare for an interview but like you said if you're not quite sure where to get started it also gives you those skills too
1: yeah great great information mm-hmm.
0: and as you can tell like this is going to take some time to think about mm, so right. you know so don't <laughs> before the interview don't prep like the day before like there you go you know you can you can start to think about these things well before you have an interview so that you're prepared for that situation.
1: Yeah, and I think important point here too is this can change throughout your life, you know? So like what you are really good at when you're younger might not be the same when you're older or you just learn something on a job and you're like, okay, I want in the future to keep doing this. Or the job itself may just have different requirements than the job that you were doing So you want to kind of pivot and Mm -hmm. make sure that you're talking about the skills that are relevant to this one.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I mean, we're all changing and growing. So I really like that you mentioned that. It's good to think about. Yeah. It's
1: not just like we do this work one time. Right.
0: And then that's it for the rest of our life. These are the (laughs) skills we talk about. Right. And just (laughs) like with our resumes, those are always changing, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. So once you've figured out what your skills are, it's time to brainstorm how you've actually utilized those skills at work at school, maybe while volunteering, or even getting involved in clubs. So in episode 28 this season, um, we did talk about how to use the STAR method to tell the employer a story, and you can apply this method when speaking about your strengths. So for example, you you mentioned the situation, the task that you completed at the time, the action that you took to complete that task, which could be your strength, and then the result of the situation. You also want to be sure that the skills you're talking about align with the job description to make it relevant, and also it'll help grab the employer's attention too. So here's an example of a strength. So one of my strengths is I'm really organized. Uh, For example, in my psychology class, we worked on a group project where we had to write a paper about a famous psychologist. In the group, I took on the task of creating a to-do list to help us stay on track and a folder on the Google Drive where we would keep important articles that we had found. Due to being organized, we finished the paper on time and we all received an A on it.
1: That's a great example. And I like that you were specific about... You know what you created, what software you used. So you really took one strength of being organized and actually slipped in a whole bunch of
0: right. <laughs> other
1: strengths in there too. And you're telling a story about a specific thing, so I can see you doing it. Right. But it's also really easy to see that that be something you could do mm-hmm. on the, at whatever job you are at.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's I think it's talking to about a transferable skill. So mm-hmm. even though I use this skill in school, I can now use it in the workplace. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times,
1: right, students we meet with, well, I don't I don't have experience in mm-hmm. this thing that I'm about to do. I don't have anything to talk about in an interview. Not true.
0: Exactly. Yep. <laughs> you always have school. Yes. Great. So now we're going to talk about weaknesses. So when working with clients and students, I've heard unanimously that weaknesses are very difficult to talk about. (laughs) And I'm sure, Rebecca, you probably get the same. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So some of my clients just really don't know what is considered a weakness, and they also don't want their response to come off in a negative way. So here are a few things to consider as you mention weaknesses. So you really want to pick something that you actually struggle with and be able to explain why it's a weakness. So we don't want to spin our weaknesses into a strength. So, for example, not saying something like one of my weaknesses is I'm a perfectionist and my work is very detail oriented. So that ensures I don't make any mistakes. Right. Like you just really described a strength. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And that is not what the employer asked you. So employers really want you to be honest about what you're working on and know that you've taken the time to reflect on what you need to improve. So once you've selected a weakness, be sure that you're able to explain how you're working on it. This is going to demonstrate your ability to recognize your weaknesses and show that you're taking initiative to improve them. So if you're not quite sure what your weaknesses are, you can think about past reviews. Um, So if you've had to fill those out for work, um, are there areas of improvements that were identified at the time? You can think about meetings with um, faculty members if you're a student. Um, So maybe you had meetings about projects, maybe you had semesterly check-ins. And then you can also think back to any peer reviews you received or peer evaluations as well. Those are all great ways Mm -hmm. of
1: identifying those areas, or even if it, I mean, it can be an area that
0: is, you want to make it a strength, it's just not there yet. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And once you've gathered all of that information, um, talking about a weakness could sound something like this. So I'll give you all an example. One weakness I have is I tend to get nervous when giving presentations. To help me improve my weakness, I've taken the initiative to volunteer for activities at work to practice my public speaking skills. For example, I volunteered to teach a course where I was able to give presentations to college students who are getting acclimated to college life. From the experience I was able to practice speaking in front of large groups which has made me feel more comfortable giving presentations and I'm really excited to continue working on my weaknesses. That's great. Yeah, I mean I think that works because
1: again you're you're being real. Mm-hmm. You know, you're giving an actual thing, but we're not going to leave it at the negative. You're going to give a specific example, just like you were saying earlier, right? (laughs) right? Still got to bring that STAR method in Mm -hmm. so that they see how you're working on it. So for me, I will often give students the example of, you know, okay, one of my weaknesses is that I like to solve problems on my own. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes I spend way too much time trying to solve it before I go and get help. Mm -hmm. And I have realized that that sometimes can take up too much time and that it's really okay to ask for help. So uh, for example, the other week I realized that my Adobe Acrobat wasn't working. And so I spent, you know, I kind of give myself a time limit. I'll say, okay, you have 10 minutes to try to troubleshoot this on your own. But if you can't figure it out, then you have to call the help desk. <laughs> and so that is what I did. And I'm glad that I called because it did turn out that they had to do stuff. Like I would not have been able to fix it on my own. But I, I always feel like I have to give a good faith effort. But the reality is, there are other people that are experts and that isn't my job. So it's <laughs> it's something right. that I have to learn. Um, so I will catch myself sometimes doing that. And uh, and I, I've learned that I need to to pay attention to that.
0: That's a great example. And I also like that you give yourself a time limit. I think I'm going to start doing that for myself too.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's really easy to get mm-hmm. into that rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that example. Yeah. Um, anything else that you wanted to share about strengths and weaknesses from your own experience? Well, just to say that sometimes the question doesn't come directly, uh, you know, like sometimes
1: yeah. they will say, like, tell me about one of your strengths or tell me about a weakness, but they could also ask you you know, can you tell me about a situation where things didn't go as well as you wanted them to? Or what is something that you feel like you need to work on? Or, you know, tell us about um, the thing that you do really well. Or, you know, they just, this mm-hmm. might use different words for it, but the examples and the things that you're talking about with this absolutely apply. You know, so you said doing all of that brainstorming on your strengths. There's not just going to be one question right. where you get to talk about those strengths. You don't have to try to cram them all in <laughs> into one answer, right? You're definitely going to sprinkle those throughout your answers. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it can be the same with your weaknesses because they might ask a question like, like I said, is there a project maybe that didn't go the way that you planned and what did you do to fix it? Mm-hmm. Your weaknesses might play a part in that too.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So it just goes to show it's, it's really important to prepare because it could come in a different question. Right. Or they just might even, I've had this with clients
1: too, where it's like, well, they asked me about this software and I actually haven't ever used it before. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do in that situation? Like, should you lie, you know, and say that you've used it or do you? tell the truth, you know, what is right. it? And so I think that it can be a, a, a scary moment uh, in an interview where you get asked about something like that. And I think obviously what we would say is the same thing <laughs> with we said, but the weaknesses is just, you need to be honest. You can't mm-hmm. lie, you know, because they're going to know if you really don't know <laughs> the, the, the um, particular software. Mm-hmm. But I think you can pivot, Mm-hmm. Right. So in that situation, maybe you would say something like that is not a software that I've had the opportunity to use before, but go to those nice competencies. Mm-hmm. I am very agile with technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've often I learn new, te- new technologies all the time. And, you know, for example, in my last job, mm-hmm. you know, I had to use the software. And so this is what I did to learn. I know to ask questions, you know just kind of trying to, or maybe, you know, one that's similar to that one. So you could talk about that one instead. It's not a a total loss (laughs) of a question. I mean, it could, it could be something, you know, maybe they'll find another candidate that has that information, but to be honest, hopefully the other parts of your strengths Mm -hmm. will outweigh that and you'll be able to convince them that you can learn it.
0: Right. And I mean, I think, I think, employers know that we're human mm-hmm. right like we're we're going to make mistakes we're going to have weaknesses that we have to work on so we they're not looking for perfectionism in that interview mm-hmm. you know right so. definitely
1: yeah so i'm I, it's all helpful information it's like and those weaknesses are probably one of the scariest mm-hmm. questions but uh, i think if you just give a little thought ahead of time mm-hmm. make a plan
0: Yeah. And we hope that you feel better equipped to talk about that now during an interview. Yeah. So thank you to all of
1: our listeners for joining us today. We hope you feel prepared to articulate your strengths and weaknesses, that you check out Career One Stop in the interview section. Uh, So hopefully that's something that you'll find useful. Um, If you would like to submit a listener question for a future episode, you can submit it to careerpodcasts at cod.edu. As we end here, we encourage you to join us for our next episode where we are going to be interviewing a student about their internship experience, you will not want to miss this. Super excited for this one, thanks.